the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to The Word. It's our Church of the Week program here. So many churches, so many great things the Lord's doing in our city and I tell you, the Lord is up to something at Northern Hills Church. And this is the part where I remind you there's a verse in the Bible. And this is why we do this program. In 1 Timothy 5.17, it says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And with me today is the associate pastor of Northern Hills United Methodist Church. It's Lupina Stewart. Welcome back to our KSLR studios, Lupina. Pastor Lupina. Thank you so much. We're so glad to be back here. Oh, yeah. So it, was, it was about a year ago that you were here. We honored you as our Church of the Week. But a lot has changed in the last year, would you say? A lot of good growth happening at 1604. Tell us exactly where the church is at. The church is in 3703 North Loop 1604. And uh, it's between Boulevard and 1604. And you can see it. We have that cross and flame from the United Methodist denomination. Very nice. I always check it for the time and temperature, too. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's a nice little perk for me going going by. Um, but you should stop in. And again, too, the church wasn't originally there, though, was it? No, the church actually was more toward the inner part uh, of 1604. And then uh, around 15 years ago, they moved to that area. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and again, what a vision uh, the, the pastors and the elders had back then to do it, because now that's like church row. Exactly. You know, the Holy Spirit is alive on 1604. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, congratulations. Tell us what's what's the good news going on. Easter just happened. We're airing this the week after Easter. And so bless the Lord. I guess it's Easter Sunday every Sunday. At, yes, uh, <laughs> yes. We are so excited because we can see how God is investing in all of us as people in the San Antonio area. And he's not giving up on us because in the midst of difficulties, the Lord is always planting new things, creating new things. And through that, we have seen his blessing because we were able to go back to the neighborhood where we belong. Mm-hmm. And we are now back in a new uh, satellite ministry and that is called the ministry center and that is in uh, 4307 naco pass and the ministry in that place is not just to serve with worship services but we also are serving through prayer to getting involved with the community and also to create activities where we can serve the community together well congratulations i think you're doing what you're called to do amen and i'm listening to your accent a little bit are you from san antonio no i'm from mexico (laughs) yes you are very good how did you get to san antonio well I get to San Antonio because the Methodist Church from Mexico sent me first as a missionary to Ohio. And I served there for nine years because there was a big number of Hispanic population going there. And uh, I confess to you that when I heard that, I really talked to my bishop and the bishop in Ohio and asked them, are you sure you're listening to the Holy Spirit on this? And uh, 
what happened is we do not take, uh, we don't think that the United States is also a mission field. But mm. at this point, even though this is the country that sends the majority of the missionaries out, this is also a country that needs to receive missionaries. Amen. So I am here more as a missionary from Mexico to the United States. And I see that, yes, my mission field is with the Hispanic population, but also I see myself as a bridge with the American culture, too. Well, again, we need it. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. A lot of great ministries have <laughs> come to America uh, because we are def desperately in need uh, for revival. But you bring a passion uh, that I can just tell from talking to you. But watching your videos uh, on your website, by the way, if you want to check out uh, Northern Hills uh, Church, United Methodist Church there too, nhumc.org. And of course, NH stands for Northern Hills. Uh, you can see all your videos on demand there. You just came off a wonderful series on Lent mm -hmm. and Lamentations. You don't hear teaching from Lamentations very mm -hmm. often. What was the big takeaway from, from, I'll let you preach for just a little bit. What, what, what would, what was your main point in lamenting? What happened is I was teaching about suffering mm. and I have been teaching through different books like Jeremiah and Job and Lamentations. And one of the things that we learn is sometimes suffering is something that is going to happen and we can explain it. There are times where suffering is coming because we are doing God's will. Sometimes suffering comes because God is the way that he's telling us you need to come back to the right place. But what we need to remember is in the midst of that suffering, there is always that God that is a God that is powerful, that walks with us in that suffering. And one of the beautiful things in lamentation is that we learn that when we are in grief, we have the love of God that is called hesed, that is the love, kind God, uh, love of God. That is very deep on grace, and we can feel surrounded of that love in the moment that we are going through difficult pain. We wish not to have suffering, but what we learn as Christians is in the midst of that, we are having that suffering, but we're not alone. Jesus is with us. Amen. Well, you talked about that in one of your devotionals that you shared with us this week. And in case you missed it, they're available on demand right now on our website at am630theword.com. Just go to our Church of the Week page, and you'll hear all the wonderful devotionals that uh, Pastor Lupina Stewart shared with us. Again, learn more about the church uh, on their website at nhumc.org. And if you'd like to call the church, the number is 210 654 Eight, one. Uh, let's go back to Ohio. How was Ohio? And then how did you get down to San Antonio? Ohio was a, a big blessing. When I got there, one of the things that I learned is a lot of the Hispanic population is growing in that area. And uh, we have uh, a lot of churches in the Methodist Church uh, there. And what I learn a lot is it's not about making independent churches all over the place. It's about teaching within the American culture. How can we connect and relate to new cultures and see how is God talking to each other? One of the things that I also see, even with on, my own life, I'm married to an American from Missouri. He was my classmate in seminary. Ah. And one of the things I learned is that God speaks to us and he uses each of our cultures to speak to us. So when you have the opportunity to listen how God is speaking to another person from another culture, you learn a new aspect of who your God is. This is why my kids are bilingual, because I want them to also be spiritually bilingual so they can learn from other languages and learn how God expresses in other places. So my goal and my vision is that we can provide opportunities to people to see other cultures as a way that they can learn new aspects of God through that. And where was seminary? Seminary was in Asbury Theological Seminary in Wilmore, Kentucky. In Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So there's another accent that you picked up. Yes. <laughs> 
Does and, your is your husband from no. from Missouri? You said he's from Missouri. Is he mm -hmm. bilingual? No. Well, now he is. Now he is. When I was when we got married, no, he wasn't. But now he is bilingual. Well, yes. fantastic. Yes. All right. So Kentucky uh, Seminary, uh, and then you went to Ohio from there, mm -hmm. and then then to San Antonio. To San Antonio, and uh, I came here uh, also because my family is in Mexico. My parents and they are elder, uh, so we came here. My husband was the one who got the job first at Northern Hills because he's the full-time uh, position of uh, worship leader as a contemporary worship leader in that Good. place. And uh, that's how we had the opportunity to serve in this place. Well, let's talk about the worship for a second there at Northern Hills Church. Sunday school starts uh, on Sunday mornings, of course. Worship starts at 8.30 in the morning with a traditional worship service in the sanctuary. And then it happens again at 9.45 in the morning. Uh, what happens, I guess you start with worship there. What's the, what is the style of worship with your husband? Different, there are different styles of worship actually at the congregation mm. and the church. And that's one of the things that we have felt blessed is that God has provided opportunities for people to, able, to be able to learn the Word of God in places where they feel comfortable and challenged at the same time. So we have the traditional services, 8.30, 9.45, 11. Mm -hmm. But then we have the contemporary service. If you want something that is more millennial style, mm -hmm. go at 9.30. If you want an, a more multicultural with different styles of music, go at 11 Oasis. Then if you want to learn Spanish or you speak English, then go at 1.11. And that's when we have that um, multi, uh, bilingual worship service. And you, you teach that one? I teach 11 Oasis, and that's the multicultural service, and 1.11, that is the bilingual service. Now, you said 1.11. Yes. Not 1 o'clock. No. Tell me why you start at 111. 111 because I know my culture. And if I say <laughs> 1, they will get there at 130. <laughs> so 111 kind of makes them think a little bit more about the time. That's right. And you start uh, right there on time, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And then maybe a little siesta before you come back. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Sunday school also at 945 and 11 o'clock for all adults and youth and children. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, right there on 1604 between Redland Road and Bull Verde Road on the north side of mm -hmm. Of 1604 there for sure. And then are you in a teaching series right now and past Easter? What are you talking? If I showed up this Sunday, what are you going to talk about? This Sunday is going to be uh, one of the new sermon series that I'm doing is based on Matthew. And I'm calling it the King's Quilt series. And I'm learning how the book of Matthew is like different kind of tapestries and they are put all together. So it's also a way that I am showing to some of our members the opportunity to bring their quilts and teach us a little bit about quilting while we're learning about the book of Matthew. <laughs> Very nice. And of course, uh, you teach that 11 o'clock and the 11 and the one eleven uh, times there. But for the traditional worship services that begin at 830 and 945, uh, Pastor Milton Lewis uh, is on staff there, obviously, the senior pastor mm -hmm. doing that. What is his style like? Pastor, uh, if you want to learn, uh, I will say he's an apologetic preacher. Mm. So if you really want to learn something solid that also is very... Um, some people are probably even scared of talking. He will be very good about bringing that and bring content to what he says. So you will learn a scripture that is very solid, but at the same time, very practical. Pastor Milton is very humble. So he'll tell you, I struggle with this or I have problems in this situation. But then he brings the word mm. to the daily life in a very deep way. We're talking with Associate Pastor Lupina Stewart, uh, Associate Pastor with Northern Hills Church. And if you'd like to learn more, here's the website again. It's nhumc.org. And if you'd like to call the church, it's 210-654-0881. Northern Hills Church, right there on 1604 between Bulverde Road and Redland Road. Ministries that are happening in there. 
it's time to talk to this guy that you brought with, <laughs> with you here. A lot of great churches have a lot of mission projects, and you have definitely several here, but we want to focus on one here. Uh, in the studio is a lay leader and a servant and a pretty cool guy. Yes. His name is Herschel. And uh, you've got a ministry that you're involved with, Herschel. Tell us what's going on at, uh, at, at Northern Hills. Yes, I do. Uh, coming up in May, we're going to be having our third annual Blessing of the Bikes. Uh, we're very excited about that. Oh, the bicycles? Uh, a lot of bicycles are going to be there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, blessing mean... of the Bikes, uh, anything with a motor. Yeah. Anything with a motor. We don't care if it's a moped or a Harley <laughs> Davidson or a Suzuki or a What Honda. do you have? We don't... I, I just, actually in December, I just bought a brand new uh, 2016 Harley Davidson Ultra Ultra Glide Classic. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So what, well, so tell me the day of blessing for the bikes here. The blessing of the bikes is going to be on May 13th. It's going to start at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we're going to have free breakfast tacos. We're going to have live music from the Northern Hills Christian Rock Band led by Abel Stewart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to start at 9 o'clock, and we're going to go to 1030, and, and we're going to try to get as many motorcycles in there as we can and get them all blessed and, and, and get everybody out of there so they can get riding on that day. And you'll have a map that you're going to ride all together, like a big we parade. Don't, we or? don't have a we don't have a parade map. Okay. We don't have a ride established. Okay. Everybody just kind of goes on their own separate way and and does a ride that they already have planned. But be there if you own a bike. If this you is a own good a day. Bike. To, good day to show up at Northern Hills on May the 13th at nine o'clock in the morning. You start off with some worship. Is that what I understand there with Abel? Or, or yes, so, yeah, yes, he's gonna, we do. He's going to rock yeah. a little bit. He's going to rock. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll say a couple prayers. You know, and and we'll gather everybody in and pray and. And uh, we won't lose sight of the fact that it's it's all about God. Amen. Amen. You know, it's all about God, and and I hope you take a lot of pictures and put it on your Facebook page there too. We will be doing some, that. Yeah, some pretty pretty bikes out there. Lots mm-hmm. of them. How many of your bikes do you think we'll see on display uh, on that day? You... Uh, last year we only had thirty bikes, which was down from wow. the first year. Um, but it was only our second year. Yeah. And and we've worked it a little harder this year, and so we're hoping to get over fifty motorcycles this year. Um, we're we're continuing to grow. Yeah. And get the word out there. And, and you guys getting us on the radio helps us out a lot. So we appreciate that. Did you start this ministry, Herschel? I, I, Pastor Lupina and myself did, yeah. yes, three years ago. She approached me at church uh, about, asked me if I, I don't know if I look like a biker. A little bit. <clears throat> she asked me <laughs> if I rode motorcycles, and I told her yes. And, and she asked me if I ever had my motorcycle blessed. And we got talking. I told her yes. We got talking about it. And they did it at the church she was at in Ohio. And and I got my motorcycle blessed at, at the Rot Rally in Austin, Republic of Texas Rally, and uh, and so that's where we started. And here we are on our third year, and it's very exciting. Well, I congratulate you for that. It's a ministry that's not very common in most churches, uh, but a chance to uh, to get your bike blessed not a bad thing. Yes, and uh, and to have fun at the same time too. Exactly, a lot of good fellowship. I bet lots of good fellowship. That's one of the greatest things about it. Yeah. Is there food involved, too, there? Free breakfast tacos. Free breakfast tacos. we got to try to entice you somehow other than, you know, getting your motorcycle blessed. People like to eat those tacos here in San Antonio. And Big Red or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee. Yeah, there you go. All right, so the bike ministry. Talk about, I guess, in the mission world there. What are some mission projects maybe the church might be involved with, Pastor Lupina? There are missions also. We have English as a second language, and we teach English to different places, and some of them inside of the Northeast Independent Schools. But we also have on Thursday mornings uh, classes in the Northern Hills campus, but also we we have uh, on Monday nights English in our new campus in the ministry center. And that's just one of those. We also do, uh, we're going to do a wonderful ministry called Project Transformation. And that is going to be during the summer for eight weeks in the ministry center where all those kids who are struggling 
with reading, we will have eight weeks of being intentional in helping them to keep a good reading level, but also we will be able to communicate to them about the love of God. And we'll have them from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that will be also part of our introduction to that area in ministering with children. So those are some of the examples of what we do. I think it's wonderful you're doing this English uh, to, to Spanish to English uh, training as well there, too. You're on the north side of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You think traditionally all that's happening mm-hmm. on the south side, but there's a definite need and that you're serving here in San Antonio. is that? Do you lead that yourself, too? Yes. Actually, wow. there has been that misunderstanding that in this area of San Antonio, first of all, that there is no economic needs and that there is not a multicultural population. And one of the things that we have studied is actually there is a high number of multicultural population as well as poverty. Mm. So uh, one of the things is we're trying to see how is it God calling us to partner with that and, and work with that. We also are teaching Spanish uh, because one of the things... We we want to do is to show to each other as two different cultures how is it that uh, learning a second language is not that easy but we know that it's a way to humble ourselves and be in that process of learners very good y'all meet on wednesday nights as well yes we have a uh, 6 15 we have a dinner at 5 30 hey and uh just for five bucks so it's pretty cheap and then uh, we have worship with communion every wednesday at 6 15 and then we have a time of different classes at 7 p.m and some of those classes are like for children to learn the word of god we have uh, classes that are about learning from the bible all the way to learn about how to play a guitar hey Let's talk about the guitar class for a mm-hmm. second there. Was there a charge for that, too? No, it's not. That is actually given by my husband, and uh, they teach the guitar. And also, uh, there is um, he's bilingual, so we can have people who speak Spanish in there, too. Fantastic. <laughs> Classical guitar, any type? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Herschel, you, you raised your hand. I, I just got to say that, that Northern Hills is... I haven't, I've never been to a church that gets so involved in the community. It's awesome to see. It's, yeah. it's really awesome. They, they really do get involved in the community, and it's... It's just a good thing to see. And those classes she's talking about, I was in one for a little bit with Pastor Milton on, on how to eat right, take mm. care of your body, exercise. So Taking so, care of the temple. So, huh? I, so I quit that class right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Dropped out. <laughs> I'll see you with your breakfast taco and your bike there on <laughs> coming up here on the 13th of May. I just had to throw that in. Well, that's good for you, a living testimony of the good things that are happening at Northern Hills United Methodist Church out on 1604 between Bilverde Road and Redland Road uh, with, uh, again, service times happening, boy, all the time. Mm-hmm. Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, all the way to one eleven mm-hmm. uh, with the multicultural uh, service that you're leading there, uh, Pastor Lupina, and um, and again, I'm so impressed with this guitar class that your husband is uh, is leading there too. What a what a great way that you do that. I'm sure with summer coming up, vacation Bible school might be on the horizon. Yes. It's vacation Bible school. We're going to have it in both campus, in the one that is at uh, Northern Hills and also in the ministry center. And another thing that we are uh, looking at is that we're trying to create what is a rondalla. And uh, any person from Mexico can explain to you what's a rondalla, and that is a group of classic guitars. Usually they have just men, but my husband is trying to mix that one. And the idea is that they are all playing at the same time, mm-hmm. and it creates really good music, and it's, it's really diverse. You can play from Michael Jackson kind of style of music <laughs> in there to like a very traditional hymn, and in many styles they are very diverse. But that's very good for the um, children especially because we want to provide opportunities for them that they can invest their time in something that is healthy. Mm. Another thing I know that you do uh, 
there at the church is a food pantry. Yes. Actually, our food pantry has fed over 5,000 people wow. in, uh, in less than a year. And if you see our size of food pantry, it's a small closet. But one of the things is that also in this ministry center, we're opening like a um, satellite of that food pantry, and we're able through that to serve more people. Fantastic. What's left? <laughs> you've done it all. You've done everything there, too. But I know that you have so many other classes uh, involved there, especially for uh, bereavement ministries and compassionate mm-hmm. care. Yes, we actually have a ministry with people of special needs. I love that. It's at mm. 11 a.m. So, for example, some of them come to worship at 945, but then at 11, they gather together in one class, and they are able to have like a Bible study that is specifically for people with special needs. And every second Sunday of the month, we share together a meal at the end of the service. For me, that's very important, too, because uh, my sister had special needs before, mm. and she, she died. But one of the that's things right. is I'm trying to, teach my kids and teach the congregation to learn to be around people of special needs without feeling uncomfortable. Mm. And that is one of our ways to learn about how to love each other in the love of Christ. It's about family. Exactly. And that's what you're doing mm-hmm. there at Northern Hills United Methodist Church. Uh, it's our Church of the Week here on The Word. Uh, as they meet every Sunday morning, it's on 1604 between Bulverde Road and uh, Redland Road. Look for the big sign, Northern Hills Church. Great events going on. You can learn more uh, at their website. And uh, that's very easy as well. Uh, nhumc.org, including that big blessing of the bikes there with Herschel. Herschel, tell us one more time. What time does that happen? Saturday, May 13th, 9 o'clock in the morning. Excellent. Come and get your motorcycle blessed. Get your little breakfast taco yeah, working, breakfast get taco. your coffee, get your bike blessed, and hit the, Have hit a the little road. worship. It's a, it's a contemporary band, right? Your husband's yes. going to rock out mm-hmm. there. They are. But he teaches acoustic and leads the worship. What a blessed family you have. Did you did you have kids? I do. I have two kids. I have a boy, and uh, he's the Lego boy, and I have a girl that she's eight. So you've stepped on a few Legos in your house, yes, maybe. <laughs> many times. And I remember that I need to be holy even in those moments. <laughs> many references in church about stepping on Legos. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But you, you're devotional this week. I'd like you to talk about this one a little bit. Kind of restate the devotional you, you shared this week on Legos because I thought it was a very practical example of... Yes, of one what, of the things I have learned with my son is I before I saw all the pieces like they look alike, but my son has taught me there are specific pieces of the Lego that are different, that are special. And that even showed me that sometimes we have the mistake of seeing everybody as the same. Mm. But the beauty with God is he sees us as special. And uh, one of the things is it also helped me to remember Ephesians, that it, it reminds us that each of us were created by God's craftsmanship to do something special. So it helps me to see the value of each person. Sometimes we see each other just as a bunch of different blocks, but God sees us as those special pieces to do something great. That's wonderful. What a what, revelation from, from Legos there. <laughs> yes. First Legos 316 or something. Yes. <laughs> Uh, again, from Mexico, do you ever get to go back? Yes, I do that. And actually, I still have a connection with the Methodist Church in Mexico. And, and one of the things that we are dreaming in the church is that we're trying to open a new ministry in Acuna. And, but one of the things that will be different in this ministry, and I appreciate that, is they are teaching English as a second language there, too. Mm. And we are doing it, too. So there are certain things where we can probably partner. But the pastor from Mexico really touched my heart because he told me, Lupina, I want to be in partnership with you 
but I don't want you to see me as the church in Mexico that is just receiving help. I want you to see me as an asset that also can come and help you at your church. Wow. And that make me respect this ministry. So there are certain things that we're going to do together with our youth groups. There are other things that we're going to do about construction there, but they are also going to come and strengthen and support our ministries like La Roca. And La Roca is that ministry at 111 that is bilingual. Yes, 111 is when that church service starts. You lead. Yes. And uh, and again, the, the other service uh, is, that begins at 11 o'clock? Yes, the 11 o'clock is Oasis, and that is in English with Mexican accent, as I said. <laughs> but it's in English. And then at 111 is bilingual. And the word is taught there. Again, you can hear your messages there on the website on demand. Uh, the website is nhumc.org. You know, when I my grandparents were Methodist, and my parents were married in a Methodist church. And Lupina, in, in talking to you, mm, you're not the church that I grew up in. <laughs> <laughs> the Spirit is alive in you, and you teach the Word, and you encourage, and you're blessing the community, and that's why we're here to honor you. And so thank you for your service. No, we are and thankful. So, uh, right now, would you invite our listeners to uh, to come visit Northern Hills? Yes. I invite you to come to come to Northern Hills United Methodist Church. You can come on Saturdays to the ministry center, and that the worship services are at 5. Um, it starts with dinner at 6 p.m. is worship service. And there are other ministries that are happening in that place uh, in during the week, as well as on Sundays at our main campus. And that starts from 830, 930, 945, 11, and 111. If you come to our church, we want you to feel welcome. But you also need to know this is a church that is going to challenge and help you to grow. And together we see each other not as perfect people, but people that are holding our hands to walk with that perfect God toward sanctification. Again, it's our Church of the Week here on The Word. It's Northern Hills Church, United Methodist Church, located on 1604 between Bulverde Road and Redland Road. Uh, you really can't miss it. They're big, beautiful sign. Uh, learn more at their website, nhumc.org. And I can encourage you again uh, to hear this conversation again to learn more about the church on demand on our website. Just go to our Church of the Week page and you'll find uh, Northern Hills Church, United Methodist Church. Again, at am630theword.com. And just check out our podcast page for our Church of the Week. Anything else, Pastor? We are blessed to be here, and we look forward to see you in our church on the blessing of the bikes. And Herschel, thank you. Thank you. Leading thank the way you. there. Appreciate it. You're going to ride off in the sunset now? I am. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Oh, wait. There's clouds out there. Uh-oh. That's okay. And you've got a nice tan working there, too, my friend. I can tell. Well, again, my name is Baron Wiley, and again, we honor uh, Northern Hills Church uh, with Pastor Milton, Pastor Lupina, and all the great staff and, and servants there at uh, Northern Hills Church as our Church of the Week. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Baron. And I'm, uh, again, humbled that you listened. Again, hear this on demand at am630theword.com. It's our Church of the Week, Northern Hills Church. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.